Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining the Strong Woman Network podcast. This is such a great experience, and I'm so happy that you decided to push play today. And when you push play, that means you're going to get some really, really good content and some really good information. Once again, if you have not subscribed, hit subscribe today and share it with a friend. You can also join me on Instagram at Ms. Carla Michelle. It's M-S-C-R-L-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. Or you can also join the Facebook group, The Strong Woman's Network. All righty. So let's get started here. I have a special, special guest, like always. They're all special, but this one is special too. And um, I have on the line, Danielle Marie is here. She's a NCAA All-American, a former NCAA All-American track and field athlete. She moved to Ohio right out of school and took a position as a digital manager, digital marketing manager, moved to San Diego, where she took a position as a senior account executive for digital marketing. Then... She left, she took a leap, and she started a boutique social agency called The New Collective. That's right, The New Collective. Make sure you pay attention to that. We, uh, she specializes in uh, content strategy. She's an in, in influencer marketing and digital storytelling. So guess what? Her clients have been featured in the Emmys, Teen Vogue, British Vogue, Essence, and so much more. We're going to hear about so much more. Are you there, Danielle? Danielle hi, Marie. Hi, hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And look at you, and I'm sure all this great things that you've done. And so you must be at least 40 years old. And you don't have to give your age, but you've done some <laughs> great things. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, it's. It's been quite a journey so far. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I, I, you know, I gave the blurb about you. Is there anything you want to add about yourself, or? Um, hmm. I mean, yeah, I think you, I think you wrapped it up. Besides, I mean, my personality. I don't know. I'm yeah. all into things. You know, just super progressive. Um, I love mixing, you know, what's happening now with like millennials and Gen Z, but then also going back to some of just mixing, you know, some of the best practices like with corporate or just like kind of mixing the old with the new and making it relevant and fresh and fun. Um, All about empowering um, other creatives and other artists and other brands. So, um, yeah, I just love to have a good time. I love to connect. I love to do digital storytelling and, you know, just really connect others online and offline. And I think that's what has been, you know, just that thing that's kept me going and kept, keeps me thriving, especially Mm -hmm. right now with this pandemic. It's just all about those connections and bringing visions to life. Awesome. So speaking of pandemic and speaking about where you're going, you shared with me, or or I know, as you know, I know, you took a big leap. And this is a recent leap right in the middle of a pandemic. Tell tell me about that. I'll just be more specific. How did you, what drove you? Was it always there? What keeps you? 
right now and what do you think will sustain you for the future and if you don't remember those three things that's fine just talk (laughs) (laughs) yes yes we'll 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 go through each part (laughs) okay okay Um, yeah so what drove me um well I was working at um an agency and you know, there is always things, you know, intuition, there's always little things that kind of just stood out to me that made me feel like, just kind of question, mm-hmm. like, what does this agency really stand for? Um, and just, you know, but at the time, I was just like, hey, I just need to grind, I need to just make this, this money, pay my bills, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. just kind of keep going through. And when um, Black Lives Matter um, with the death of George Floyd and just the whole movement up, uprising again, just the way that the agency failed to take action really on it mm-hmm. and just almost looking performative really um, was really what just got under my skin um, when some of the publicists are telling their clients, well, you know, you're damned if you speak on it, you're damned if you don't. I just couldn't, I didn't understand that mentality. And the fact that I had to sit down, teach them, show them what's going on, show them, give them examples on how other companies are, you know, holding themselves, attempting to hold themselves accountable. Hopefully they really are. Um, with doing better as far as, you know, who are they serving? What do their clients look like? Um, what brands are they working with? Is their influencer marketing diverse? Just sending them a lot of resources and just, they just wanted to really know what they needed to do for their clients. They weren't thinking about the company and their employees and how we're feeling. And it was such a hard time, you know, just receiving a text message saying, oh, tell your clients don't post today. They need to post a black square and let them know what's going on. Um, It was just really just very lacking of empathy. And my whole thing is when we have to serve our clients, when they had to serve our clients, it's, you know, you have to do the most for them you know you you could be enjoying your evening you know your thursday evening or i remember there was a time where i was out on an evening protesting and my phone is getting blown up about you know somebody's instagram post or you know what services are we doing and you know i that's the name of the game that's fine and dandy but okay when there you know when there are some social issues that we need to address and we need to stand on and we need to be clear on and we need to speak about and we can't do that that's where I just it just everything kind of just popped out at me and was like this is not where I'm supposed to be this is not okay Hmm. um I think empathy you especially with as creatives I I think we have to lead with empathy when we're serving others we got to make sure that our team is being served and heard and that's not what was going on. And I think that was the last straw that broke the camel's back, but also something that now I take with me is leading with empathy. Um, So when I'm connecting, you know, with other people, that's a big thing. So before I jump ahead. So yes, that was really like the breaking point for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was a slow build to that since mm-hmm. um, I think since probably graduating high school or in co- high school, college, I knew I always wanted to be in um, the communications industry. I thought I was going to do broadcast journalism, but uh, more social and digital marketing. So it was fun, new and um, really, you know, you, it's fast paced, you know, you can quickly create that content so um yeah I decided to respectfully put in my two weeks at the agency um I called them out on just some things that have happened um while my time being there you know I dealt with racist remarks from my colleagues and from my manager and um it was just not a positive environment um but I did learn a lot I learned how I wanted to lead I learned how mm. I wanted to communicate with others I learned how I wanted to collaborate how I wanted to creative direct how I wanted to easier for everyone and work as a team and bring visions through that whole journey there is a lot of growth a lot of learning growing pains mm. but overall it was um you know, definitely a a truly big experience that I had to really understand the ins and outs of, you know, building a a business and managing an agency and and managing um, employees. Um, So it was definitely hands on. And I at that time, towards the end, I just felt very equipped with knowing that everything I need to be successful is within me. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, all I needed was, you know, a laptop in my brain and, <laughs> and and some contacts that I made along the way and that was about it so yeah I pieced out and I decided to um, uh, start my own agency called the new collective and this was in the making for at least at least three years if not longer um, I always had this idea of like wanting like this agency or this, you know, just something of my own with um, that was just like a creative platform. I didn't always know what exactly what I wanted to do at the time, but I, I always knew I was going to eventually get, I was going to get here so soon at, at some <laughs> points in my life. I didn't think I was able to, or I thought, I had to put in years and years and years and um, just realizing like, especially if you're in the digital space and you're a millennial and you're a creative thinker and a fast thinker and you're on your feet, you can execute and you understand quality service. Like you don't have to wait that long. You know, if, if you can be talented and scrappy, <laughs> I heard this the other day, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, if you can be talented and scrappy, like, you know, you're you're going to be a force to reckon with. So, and that's like, I think all of the experiences has gotten me to this point. So I think it was always in the making, but I think I had to acknowledge my power and my talent and really believe in myself mm-hmm. and step into my power, step into my light. And that took a that was the journey part of stepping in there but um everything else the skills the business savvy I felt like it was always there um I always arose to any occasion when I needed to or rise to any occasion um and it finally just all aligned and like the stars <laughs> I love it time. 
Yes. <laughs> but you know what? This, I, to give you some kudos, because even though it can align, a lot of people still don't leap. You know, you know, they're still looking. They're still searching to see if it's the the, the best time. And would you say there's ever a, the best time? No, the best time does not exist, even though in some weird way in my mind, I feel like this is the best time for me. Um, and it's like, really? Because this is, you know, like, like I said, <laughs> we're in a pandemic. But it's like, yeah. yeah, this is like the best time. And like, I think there's, you know, time is time. Some may even say time does not even exist. Um, <laughs> that's another conversation. But <laughs> with that being said, yeah, there's never, I think you just have to jump. You just have to go for it. I remember we had a conversation that really stuck out to me. And it was about um, fear and just the idea of, um, you know, with, um that from the book outwitting the devil mm-hmm. um yeah. when i when we were talking and we had this conversation about like the devil like you know wants us to be scared and it's like wants to create a living hell on earth and that's literally what i was feeling like in life like i felt like i was in a cycle i was not happy mm-hmm. uh up and down with depression and anxiety and I went those words like he wants us like this like and just everything started to click like on the other side of fear is everything you want and more mm. um you know just taking that leap if you you know how are you, you create your own life like everything just really started to click but when I heard that the devil <laughs> was yeah. with the fear I was like okay hell no like it's time to go like <laughs> it's so bad but like I was like I'm not with true like I'm not I'm not gonna be scared and let him control me. And that like really gave me that fire. And I was just mm. like, okay, it's time. That's true. That's when it did take off. And she's referring to a book called Outwitting the Devil. I'll put it in the episode notes, but it's by um, Napoleon uh, Hill. Napoleon Hill, yes. So, uh, And it's a lost book. A lot of people lost book but you hear more about think and grow rich and things like that but this one has such a story such a history behind it it is a it's a read that i really recommend uh to get some really vital information just to see how the game is played in life so thank you though you really had some good points there look at that i love it um thank you so what keeps you now i mean you're you're in and I know you you took the leap uh, at the end of July. So this is this is fresh. Yes. Yes. Super fresh. Super fresh. <laughs> Just now the, the, the rubber burning of getting out the other place. So what, yes. what keeps you? What keeps you right uh, now? Right now. Yeah. What keeps me now is just like, well, I have some amazing clients um just so so blessed you know just right timing right place um a lot some of the clients I already had relationships with and some of the other ones it was really just sending out an email and you know pitching myself and you know we decided to work together and they keep me going because um 
my creativity and ideas and execution is all there. So I think that's what keeps me going. Joy Mm. keeps me going. You know, each day I wake up, I'm just so excited to create, so excited to bring these visions to life. Just so excited for everything. Like I said, I've been working on this for such a long time. Um, So now I'm just like, let's get it. Like doing this, doing that, experimenting, like, Anything that I, you know, can think of, I'm like searching on or referring from like from notes or um, studies that I've done in the past. So I think just like this joy and this excitement that I'm finally doing what I was meant to do. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, this act of service, but, you know, connection and storytelling and creativity and um, collaboration I think it's just such a beautiful thing and, um, and and just such an amazing feeling and just knowing that I wake up I'm my own boss I build these relationships and it's all me I I'm so excited like now I'm waking up at like 5 30 like ready to start the day journaling <laughs> of course meditating first um, before I get started but just waking up with purpose mm-hmm. um, so just all of that good stuff I guess keeps me <laughs> going. Well, I remember a time uh, where five thirty was like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. And now, five to hear you say five thirty is like, yeah. It's like, so do you believe that really had something to do with what you were doing? Oh yeah. Mm, oh yeah because yeah like I'm like so excited like what's going on what are features like I usually have ideas already coming to me and then before when I wasn't aligned with my purpose you know I'm just like waking up to the same old (laughs) same old same old mundane um and just yeah it just wasn't anything positive to really wake Mm -hmm. up to and it just made me want to stay in bed. Yeah. And I love the change. I love it. I want to tie in something because the, I want to bridge from what drove you into what now keeps you because now it's your clients. Did you always feel that it was going to be like this? And I know the answer, but they don't, the listeners. There were times when you felt, I know, uh, you question maybe clientele. Uh, let's. You, do you know where I'm going? With that? <laughs> yes, okay, yes, yes. Yeah. Touch on that a little bit. <laughs> yes. Okay. So when I first was thinking, like even possibly leaving, I was like, I don't have any clients. I don't have any connections. Like, what am I gonna do? And on top of that, I was looking like a little bit looking at like um, just peers and just stories that I've heard where people have those connections where you know someone can give them you know throw them a bone give them an opportunity um and that's kind of how they get started and I was like I don't have any of that and there were times where I feel like I was on the verge of trying to make something happen like that but then it failed for whatever Mm. reason it just didn't happen and because of just situations like that um and at the time I'd also like to point out that's when I was still you know working at my um, job at the agency and then dibble dabbling with the idea of leaving so Mm -hmm. I was still occupied 
with something and then bummed out that um, an opportunity didn't work out for me to make a connection or for me to start trying to freelance and hindsight like 2020 it's like obviously my hands are full like if you don't make space for stuff to come through it's not going to come but all I say all that to say I was down I was like I don't like where am I going to get these clients like I remember talking to you and I was like (laughs) Dr. Carla like I don't know anybody like if I jump like I'm not gonna have like I was just like scared I'm really financially scared because I'm just like well shoot like I need money to survive so I can't quit um and I was just like I don't have clients I don't have xyz and then um and I and I stuck with that narrative for uh for a while or for a little bit um and just and stuck with it for a while and then um through some word some some wisdom and advice um from you um was able to you know just start going start you know going back to like what am I really good at like how did I even get to California yeah okay they don't even know the story I'm sorry (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah they they don't know about that story Mm -hmm. but manifesting yes I was just like duh like manifest this shit you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I was just like okay I'm gonna start saying this stuff and like it's so crazy I was like you know I'm gonna secure x amount of clients um, I'm going to make X amount of money and it just like, gosh, it really just started happening. It really, it just really started happening. And I even have like this Instagram that's like a private account and it's like a fake Instagram, but I use it as like my dream board mm, I love it. and I would like do stuff. Um, you know, I, sometimes I would take pictures of brands and be like, client and that happened Um, (laughs) I'm sorry I got it yeah (laughs) even one of my dream brands actually like that Mm. happened I was like oh my gosh like like I put you on my vision board but it's like now I'm starting like I'm always gonna be shook but yeah (laughs) um but yeah just manifesting so affirmations and really believing in it though because you can't just say like I'm gonna do like you really have to believe in it. I really believed in what I was saying because I'm like, I hear all these other stories, like it's going to happen. I've done this before. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've, you know, manifested crazier stuff than this possibly. I don't know. Um, So (laughs) I was just like, let me really affirm what I want and let me see what happens. Just let me see. And even before I left, I already had clients already. And it's like with that saying, it's already yours. It really Mm -hmm. is already yours. You just have to acknowledge it, claim it, believe in it, step into it. And it's yours. I love how you make that sound so easy and simple. I love it. I got to listen to this when I'm feeling down be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) But, but it's the truth. And I think um, for those of you who don't know, Danielle is also a client of mine. And, um, and to see sincerely the transformation from, and she was already kicking butt. It wasn't even about, you know, that was the issue. But 
having the honor to work alongside her and work with her during this to see to help help you I'll talk to you to help you discover you and you in your strength and your power and your capability and once you knew that it's like no stopping you with with come on it's only been uh two almost two years being back in california not yeah, close, yeah, right? not yeah, maybe like a year and a half. Yeah, year and a half, and in a year and a half's time, we went over this timeline. I think what uh, we've been working together for almost three, mm-hmm. but that you were in Ohio, you you wanted to move to California to work with someone out this way. You you felt that you needed to be over here in, in Southern California. You did it. You came to Southern California. You got a job that you you wanted. You went for it, and then a year and a half later, you're doing your own thing. And to me, that that's worthy of a lot of celebration, because, like I said, you know, looking at your track record, you should be 40 years old. You're you're in your 20s, and you're doing some great great things. And to say, and to get to that point where you really understand it's already yours, you just need to line up with it and not let fear stop you, not let second guessing your capabilities hinder you. Because once you took that leap, it's like the world just opened up to you. Yes. Do you, do you feel that? Like now it's like, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think that I saw like a quote, a quote and it was like, um, like you know once you leap or take that leap or like you know whatever calling you feel like once you go towards that like the world will open up to you yeah and it's It's so true true. yeah it's like you you think you're gonna fall but you see you're flying yeah yeah like I thought I was about to be hanging (laughs) off the cliff (laughs) I was like I was honest one of my biggest fears too was like oh my gosh like what if I can't work with you anymore because I'm so broke <laughs> oh you mean me as your coach yeah yeah I was like oh, I'm gonna be so broke I can't even work with Dr. Carla and I'm gonna just now I'm really gonna be struggling at life because I can't even work <laughs> like that I don't think I ever told you that you never, you that never was one of my biggest fears that. that was one of my bit like on my top five like yeah that's like my second that was my second one. First was like can't pay rent and then it's like can't talk back <laughs> oh my gosh well I'm kind of honored but yet you know I don't know how to put that but thank you thank you that I'm high up there that uh you know, of, of just the value that our time together brings. Um, yes. But then, now I'm telling you, you, but look, you're, you're going, you're going. We're still and working together. We're still working together. <laughs> we meet every two weeks. We're doing this, bad. we're doing yes. this good boy. Um, yes. <laughs> so tell me this. I know that, is there anything like when I, when we talked about you being on, on the podcast, was there anything that you like, I really would like to share this and talk about this. Is there anything pressing for you? Oh, yeah. I think if anything, just the importance of, and I, yeah, the importance of just how powerful, like, 
our words and our thoughts are because I can talk about like my services or what I do all day long but (laughs) um but really it's I think it's just going back to like this is something this feeling that I have and this feeling that you have and other people that we know have like it's accessible Mm -hmm. and it's obtainable to everyone and it's our right to have and it's so so to keep our minds sharp because right now especially this is the time where like you know people are thriving or people are surviving like there are people who are launching Mm -hmm. brands you know like launching businesses getting booked and um and shows like booked and busy, you know, servicing left and right. Like mm-hmm. people are thriving. And then there are people who are just trying to get by to survive. And they say like the skills you need that you needed or you needed to survive um, are no, will no longer serve you when you, it's time for you to thrive. Um, and mm. I think that is wow. so true because, you know, when you're trying to just survive, you're hesitating, you're looking left and right, you're, you know, holding your breath, you are really just scrappy, just trying to like do whatever just to get by. You're, you're really, you know, living on fear. And when you're yeah. thriving, you know, fear isn't even really in your mind, you know, like that's, that's up towards the bottom. You're thinking of everything that can go right versus everything that could go wrong. And that's that mm. mentality that you need when you're trying to thrive, you know? And I think that is okay. such a big takeaway during that I've learned, but I've been hearing this from so many people, um, specifically a dear friend of mine, Miguel. <laughs> I love oh you gotta tell that story though that is a dear friend of mine Miguel so I manifested this Truly. Um, friendship <laughs> this meeting so yes so uh, where do I start okay just to give everyone background info I guess um yeah, Miguel. Yes, the the the, the uh, performer, the, yes. uh, the singer. It's not it's the Miguel. Yes, singer, okay, the Miguel. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, so I guess where I'll start is I was living in Cincinnati, Ohio at the time, like just really feeling lonely, down, kind of depressed. Um, and I just needed to go see Miguel in concert because I've always liked his music. Thought he was really chill see him in concert and I'm blown away like he was just he's so talented of course but what really was in his show he was talking about um just your mindset and vibrating high and getting on that good energy and it was everything I needed to hear because I was feeling so alone so sad I didn't have a lot of friends out there I think I was just starting to meet people, but I was alone. I lived alone. I lived in the suburbs. Like I was one of the youngest employees at my, at this job. So it was just very um, isolating and lonely. And he just really spoke to me. And 
I remember the people that I was there at the concert with, they were not getting it. They're like, this guy is crazy. Like he's on that, whatever he's on. Like, and I was like, no, like this is, this is so true. And he was like, you got to stay up. Like, you know, you, you listen to your inner voice. And I was just so captivated by it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to see him perform again. Like this was so good. And, um, and that's when I really started to tap in, tap back into like spirituality, manifestation, and just understanding like, you know, just the divine purpose. Um, and he, um, and I was like, I really want to like see him and I really want to, you know, I, I definitely, I would love to meet him. And essentially I felt like I manifested the fact that he decided on tour again, after he finished his tour, he went on another <laughs> tour and yeah, you. for me, <laughs> mind yeah. you, by this time, I think I saw him like twice already, I think in concert. Cause I had mm. time on my hands. So I would like travel to DC and go to a concert. And that was one of the cool things, but anyways, Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes back on it. So yeah, when he's done touring, he decides to go back on tour just for the hell of it. And I'm just like, yes. And then he's like, also, I'm going to, he offered, um, like, um, a VIP special where you can meditate with him. It was like, oh my gosh, like number one, I've never seen 